Welcome to the Fed Heads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads, Robert Shea and Francis Rose, each week to talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to a brand new episode of Fed Heads. I'm Francis Rose. And I'm Robert Shea. I have a gift for you. Oh, really? Yes. I, I, I await it with bated breath. It's an anniversary gift about an anniversary that I know you're very excited about. Very excited. Uh, now I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm getting at? I have at? a printer. It is an anniversary gift for the 30th anniversary of the Chief Financial Officers Act. I know you're just it's pumped. A, I am pumped. Yes. I am pumped. That anniversary, it's not something where we got to cut cake or anything, but it is upon us, and um, it is worth celebrating. The Government Accountability Office has taken an in-depth look at the CFO Act and the results that it's produced for agencies. And Dawn Simpson of GAO, along with uh, Robert Dacey, her colleague, led the work. Big team did the work. And uh, Dawn joins us on FedHeads today. Dawn, welcome. Thanks for coming on. What specifically were you supposed to look at? Uh, What did Congress charge you with looking at regarding the CFO Act? We were asked to review federal financial management since the CFO Act of 1990 was enacted. And this, uh, this included not only the progress that has made, been made in federal financial management um, in achieving the purposes of the CFO Act, but also the challenges that remain in federal financial management. Don, the federal financial management community is tight but big, and unlike some other management arenas like human capital or even IT, this has a much longer runway to have made progress. Give us an idea of some of the big achievements of the financial management community since passage of the CFO Act in 1990. Yeah, so our our report goes into um, quite a bit of details of, of the significant progress that has been made, you know, in nearly 30 years. Uh, since enactment of the CFO Act, and we actually broke it out into five different categories. Um, We talked about leadership, financial reporting, internal control, financial management systems, and the financial management workforce. And what we found is there's been significant progress in each of these five areas. Um, A couple of the more significant ones is um, in the case of leadership, Um, the the structures that were um, enacted as part of the CFO Act. Um, You have the, uh, within the Office of Management and Budget, it created an Office of Federal Financial Management um, with a deputy director of the Federal Financial Management, um, and then it also enacted the controller position. And so you had two key positions at the Office of Management and Budget with the Deputy Director for Management as well as the Controller. Um, And that was a key part, as well as having a CFO position at each of the CFO Act agencies. Uh, That was was another key part of the leadership structure. Um, And so that leadership side was, was definitely a uh, you know, a key part of the progress that, that has been made is having those positions um, and that, that, that structure um, incorporated into federal financial management. Another key part is financial reporting. Uh, when you look at 
the um, preparation and audit of financial statements. Um, the CFO Act started that process of, of having federal financial um, statements and the preparation and the audit of those. And when you look back uh, in 1996, only six of the federal, um, the CFO Act agencies were able to obtain a clean opinion um, or an unmodified opinion on their financial statements. And now for fiscal year 2019, that is up to 22 of the 24 CFO Act agencies. So you've seen substantial progress in just the, the reliability of the data um, being um, produced in federal financial statements. Um, there's also been um, significant improvements in internal control uh, through, um, throughout the, the year since enactment of the CFO Act. Um, and those are just to give you a flavor of, you know, just some of the, of the progress. Um, but, but again, there, we saw that there's been significant progress in all of, in all of the areas. What I thought was most striking, and you kind of alluded to it there a moment ago, Dawn, and Robert is much smarter than I am and can read these things. I, of course, go straight to the pictures. And the graph that you just alluded to, I thought was the most striking thing of all the work that you and, and your colleagues did here. And it shows six agencies, as you mentioned, 1996, got unmod uh, unmodified opinions. 2019, it's 22, but it's been a pretty steady state for a fairly long time, almost 20 years of the 30 that the CFO Act has been in place. What have been the holdups for the agencies that struggled? I know DOD still hasn't hit it yet, um, and I know it took Homeland Security a long time to finally crack that nut, but what, what have been the big holdups for the agencies that struggled? Were there themes among maybe the last handful of things that an agency had to do to get to that clean audit opinion. So you mentioned the main one, and that, that is DOD. Um, they still have some significant challenges in getting to be able to um, produce reliable financial statements. As far as other agencies, for 2019, the other agency that, that did not receive a clean opinion was um, the Department of Housing and Urban Development. But even with them, whereas they had had a few years of um, a disclaimer of opinion, they were able to get to a qualified opinion for 2019. So even though it wasn't a clean opinion, they did have progress. Um, and throughout the years, because you know, there has been up in the 20s for, for several years now, and usually what you know agencies find that if they do in major um, system changes or general ledger um, implementation and just significant changes, sometimes they can um, um, not get a clean opinion while they're going through that, and then they're able to, you know, bounce back. Um, and so we, we have seen that over the years as well. Um, but after, you know, the few years, you know, it has been quite steady into, you know, 20 to 22 of the CFO Act agencies out of 24 being really able to to, um, to show that consistent um, preparation and audit of financial statements. So, Don, this is maybe a little bit of an existential question. Uh, what does it all mean? So a lot of money's been invested, a lot of energy. Uh, Congress has shown a real focus on this. You talked about leadership attention. What's the real 
can you say what the real impact of all this improvement means for the American people? I mean, really, the the whole goal of when you think about the vision of the CFO Act is, I mean, really, you want to get to a place where you have reliable, useful, and timely information in order to make decisions. I mean, that that is really the vision of the CFO Act, and all of this progress that has been demonstrated. Um, and you know, in nearly 30 years, is showing improvement and really getting to fulfill that vision of the CFO Act of having reliable, useful, and timely information um, for decision making. Um, and the financial statements are one indication that they're able to, to do that at that point in time is have that reliable information. Um, as far as moving forward, I mean, you get into the the challenges that are discussed in um, in our in our report. And several of those challenges are really kind of getting at moving towards having this reliable, useful, and timely information for decision making. Because once you have, you know, the reliable data, and you're able to um, to then um, incorporate performance information and cost information, then you, you know you're moving into being able to make those those better decisions. And uh, you mentioned, you know, is what does this mean? I mean, you want to be able to make the you know, the best decisions in order to effectively use the, the resources that are being provided. You mentioned vision. Congress is watching your work in this area closely. And in fact, um, uh, the Senate Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee has uh, passed legislation, the CFO Vision Act of 2020, based on a lot of what y'all have recommended. Any insights on where Congress's interests are focused based on your interaction with them, if you can share? Okay, so you mentioned the, um, the CFO Vision Act of um, 2020 that was um, introduced, bipartisan legislation that was introduced back in um, February um, earlier this year. Um, and that, that legislation, um, um, we... We support that legislation, um, and that is kind of as far as updating um, the CFO Act um, to to move forward and really improving federal financial management. You have those five areas that you talked about earlier. You list challenges that still remain, and that's one of the most useful things about all the work that GAO does is you let people know what the potential solutions are that they should be seeking. There are two of those five areas that jumped out at me, Dawn. One is the financial management systems, and the other is the workforce. And the reason that I think they jumped out at me is because they're so dependent not just on the activities of the chief financial officers of these agencies, but in the case of the systems of the chief information officers and in the case of the workforce of the chief human capital officers. Speak to any recommendations that you have about the way that those CFOs need to consider that collaborative work in order to reach the, to solve the challenges that you've pointed out? Our report does discuss, you know, several challenges um, as it relates to both systems and the federal financial management workforce. And where we see that, that um, uh, it would be helpful is really to have that incorporated into government-wide planning and uh, so another area that we discuss in the report is having a government-wide four-year financial management plan 
that are then supported by agency level plans. And we discuss how these these um, fin- um, government wide financial management plans. You have a complete and integrated financial management plan that's talking or you know discussing strategically about these different areas systems and workforce of two of those areas that would be incorporated into this government-wide plan to really just have an integrated approach to the actions that are needed to um, to improve, to continue to improve federal financial management. Um, and so um, by setting a strategic direction government-wide as it relates to systems, as it relates to the workforce, um, also, an, another one being um, linking better linking performance and cost information. Um, then agencies can then um, develop agency level plans that are built off and consistent with the government wide financial management plan. So, what's next? What's on your plate next We're, uh, after you take a break for the next thirty years, Don? <laughs> no, there, uh, there's there's never a break on federal financial management. Um, <laughs> Um, we continue with the work. Um, GAO is the auditor of the U.S. government's consolidated financial statements, and um, obviously that that work spans being the U.S. government's consolidated financial statements. It spans the whole U.S. government, um, and there's still um, uh, control deficiencies and work that's being done in making improvements um, uh, by Treasury and OMB and preparing the consolidated financial statements. There's a lot of progress that's occurred in that area, and they're continuing to to implement corrective actions to address um, weaknesses that we have identified. And so work continues as far as um, continuing to improve um, not only that area, but um, throughout the federal government and federal financial management. Dawn, I told you before we went on the air, before we started recording, that nobody from GAO in any of my projects has ever disappointed, neither the work or the people. And you kept that streak going in full force. So thanks very much for coming on and talking about this work. We appreciate your time today. Great to hear from you, Dawn. You are welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. All of the resources talked about during the episode are available in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to leave us a comment or review on iTunes or the Google Play Store.